0: Live. Live, live, live. Catch the broadcast on Kaya959.co.za. <laughs> I don't want to take on too much risk because at least I'd like to preserve my capital, but I do want my money to grow. However, I'm not willing to give up everything and more in order to see that level of growth. So, tonight we're really taking a look at uh, how and why equities do matter and equities exposure. And equities, we actually mean the stock market, uh, the companies that we talk about, and the shares that you can own within these companies. These particular stocks, these particular businesses are important for you to own and have within your investment portfolio even if you happen to be a cautious investor. Yes, it's all about risk and return, and sometimes the higher the risk, the higher the reward, but you don't have to put all your eggs into one basket and essentially risk it all to have it all. To tell us more about this, we join on the line by Maurice Bester, who's an investment specialist at Allen Gray. Maurice, such a pleasure to have you with us this evening. Hi, Gugu, and hello to the listeners. Fantastic. I must tell you, you're the best friend that everyone must want to speak to around the bri right? When we talk about the economy so tough, <laughs> I'm not making money. Where should I invest and make money, right, Maurice? And I can imagine you say, hold on, guys, I am a CFP, and I can help you out. But it does need a bespoke approach. But coming back yeah. to that, the conversations that you must have with friends around the bri about where to put your money, I'm sure typically the first question you ask them is, well, how much risk? Do you want to take? And this differs from person to person. So maybe let's unpack the concept of uh, conservative investors or those who are risk averse and some of the concerns they typically have with investment. Yes.
1: So when we look at a conservative fund, it's usually suitable for somebody that's risk averse, as you said. Um, A risk averse long-term investor who aims to, at the very least, keep up with inflation. But it's also somebody that needs some degree of capital protection. A conservative investor is also some um, uh, funds that you're going to look at is suitable for investors with shorter investor timeframes, but longer than two years preferably. And then a conservative investor could also be an investor that's close to retirement age. So it all depends on what the need is of that investor, what the objectives are of that investor and what the risk profile is as well
0: objective and risk profile are critical. But this also speaks to typically what we're aware of and exposed to, right? And many investors would say, you have to put your money in the stock market to make money. Um, but that's also quite risky, right? Um, but help us understand um, the introduction and the the, the, underst- the the construct of what a low equity fund is exactly, uh, and how that might work for individuals who are risk averse. So if we look at
1: the C++ fund classification, for a multi-asset low equity portfolio. It is a portfolio that invests in a spectrum of investments in equity, bond, money, or property markets. And this portfolio tends to display reduced short-term volatility. It aims for that long-term capital growth, and it can have a maximum effective equity exposure of up to 40%, and a maximum effective property exposure of up to 25% of the market value of the portfolio. And then the underlying risk and return objectives of individual portfolios may also vary, as dictated by each portfolio's mandate, and then stated in the specific fund objectives and strategy. Mm-hmm. So, maybe just to give you an example, there, our uh, Alan Gray Stable Fund was launched in July 2000 during a period of heightened equity, equity market uncertainty. So, the stable fund was actually the pioneer fund in the SIFAR South Africa multi-asset low equity category. And then back then, you know, investors had only just recovered from the 1998 crash Mm. and they were in the midst of what would then later also become known as the tech bubble. So South Africans were really battling with the decision of where to take their money offshore while local equities were deeply out of favor. And then similar to today, actually, conservative investors are also fearful of investing in equities.
0: And I think this is an important part that you mentioned, right? Because there is a lot of fear about investing in equities. You mentioned um, where we've seen markets literally crash and decline significantly um, during different economic crises, and yet they recover over time. So I guess this means that we need to understand the volatility that's associated with equity investments. But that still doesn't mean that uh, a risk-averse investor just needs to stick to cash. Uh, bonds um, and the likes, they still can get some exposure to, to the equity space. Help us understand how exactly. they can do so. Exactly. So adding equities to a
1: portfolio, yes, it can increase the volatility of the fund. However, we don't view volatility as the only risk to mitigate here. For us, the most important risk to avoid is actually the permanent loss of capital. And that is usually incurred by overpaying for an asset. So, I mean, there are other risks that we also need to consider. To give an example, we often speak about inflation as the silent killer. Mm. And, you know, making sure that we actually don't erode our purchasing power, but that we actually invest in growth assets that can give us that real return, a return that beats inflation.
0: Got you. And inflation is that bugbear that we need to be mindful of, right? Because it's that Pac Man um, um, mm. that eats away at your returns. And I'm keen to understand um, uh, again for low for ind- uh, investors who are risk averse, um, how they can position a low equity fund uh, to provide them with the flexibility to perform, beat inflation, um, and still give them the comfort and the rewards and the security that they're actually looking for. Yes. So, like you said,
1: it's important. To protect against inflation, it's also very important to have a diversified portfolio to protect protect against many different outcomes. So, inflation might be one risk, but a depreciating of the rand might be another outcome or another risk. So, as an investor, you need to consider your objectives, and you can then invest in a range of assets such as equities, as we just mentioned, bonds, cash, property, um, and then. All of these different asset classes can deliver returns under different circumstances. But creating this balance can be very challenging. And as an individual, you might actually struggle to invest directly in a broad range of different asset types. So an easier option is to then invest with a reputable fund manager in a unit trust that is then mandated to invest in a range of different asset classes, such as a multi-asset low equity type fund or Alan Gray Stable Fund as an example, here. And um, we also spoke about the growth asset exposure and, you know, just looking at the different asset classes, if we look at long-term data, it reveals that from 1900 until the end of December 2022, that we're looking at a 122-year period, South African equities have delivered an average of 9.1% above inflation per year, year, Mm. if you look at that 122-year average, whereas cash has only delivered 1.1% um, above inflation and mm-hmm. bonds only 2.3%. So once again, it suggests that over the long term, especially with higher inflation rates that we're experiencing now, equities play an important role in any multi-asset class portfolio, including for risk risk investors.
0: Got you, and I can imagine, Maurice, for someone who's listening, it's still this might still sound very technical. And oof, you know, h- how do I make sure I beat inflation? How do I make sure I'm in the right investment portfolio? Give us an understanding of uh, the Ellen Gray Stable Fund and how this, mm-hmm. you know, adequately depicts um, uh, a great investment opportunity for a, a risk-averse investor um, who will have some of the equities uh, exposure, but without the bumpy ride in terms of the roller coaster effect, and yet providing them with the comfort of at least having some sense of security. um, in terms of uh, returns that they could earn?
1: Yes. So in a multi-asset low equity fund, we have the flexibility to have little to no equities in the fund at times when we believe that equities are expensive or when other asset classes are trading on more attractive valuations. But we also have the flexibility to increase our net equities to the maximum of 40% should we find equities attractive relative to other asset classes. And as active managers, we don't apply a top-down strategic asset allocation to our multi-asset funds. To give an example, we don't say we need to have 30% equities right now given these macro factors. It all happens from the bottom-up. So the funds allocation to equities, offshore fixed income is managed from the bottom-up. So what this means is that we compare the expected return on each share Mm -hmm. we choose with the expected return from cash so we start up 100% on cash and we look at what will cash deliver in the next four years. And then we look at what will equities return, what will assets, what return will assets give you, uh, sorry, will bonds, all the different asset classes give you. And then we compare that to cash. And then based on that, looking at the risk group, looking at the return, we will decide where we will invest on behalf of the um, conservative client.
0: Got you, Maurice. And I think this is so interesting because it almost sounds as though it's also cyclical, right? As you say, the fund will start off with 100% cash in an environment like Mm -hmm. the one we're seeing right now with high interest rates for savers and investors. Mm -hmm. That's actually a good thing. Um, But uh, I guess does the construct of the portfolio and the asset classes that it has exposure exposure to also change dependent um, on some of these macroeconomic factors that we've highlighted, whether it's a low or high interest rate and inflationary environment? Yes. Yes, And also when looking at the history of the fund's assets and which type of market conditions,
1: you know, provided tailwinds for the fund, we have found that the ideal scenario would be a combination of high real interest rates um, that we're experiencing right now and cheap equities. That's the ideal scenario or environment for the Alan Grace Stable Fund.
0: Got you. For anyone considering this, we've had the conversation with you on the show. Um, before they take it to their friends at the Bri, they need to take it to a certified financial professional like yourself, financial planner. Yes. Um, help us understand what kind of questions they should be asking, how they should also evaluate if they are risk averse, uh, and then potentially looking at having exposure to a fund such as Alan Gray's stable fund. Yes. So
1: once again, um, you know, it comes down to, you know, who is this type of fund suitable for? Mm -hmm. So the stable fund is appropriate for your risk-averse long-term investors who aim to keep up with inflation, but also need some degree of capital protection. It's also suitable for investors with short investment time frames, but as we say, still longer than two years. The fund is also appropriate as part of a life-staging portfolio where investors wish to reduce the equity risk in the last few years before retirement particularly if they're planning to take a cash lump sum at retirement. And then it's also an option for retirees or any investor who wants to draw a reasonable and sustainable income from the investment. What? So as a as an investor, you would have the conversation with your financial advisor and what your objectives are, um, and you'll make sure that your objectives meet or matches the objectives of the fund. And then you will look at your time horizon, and then also your risk profile. And those are the you know, different
0: factors that an advisor would take into consideration. 100%. Definitely looking forward to seeing how we do deep dive into this and how many more South Africans take a step back and say, hold on, yes, I'm a bit weary about the economic climate. I don't want to lose all my returns, but there's a way that I can still have exposure to equities, i.e. the stock market, and not lose all my winnings because of the volatility of the market. Maurice, a real pleasure speaking to you this evening. Really appreciate your time. Same, Gugu. Yeah, Enjoy the rest of the evening. Thank you, and to you too, Maurice. If, if you, you missed, missed it, live, it live, live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. <laughs>